welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast, powered by SteelSeries alias Microfriends, but more on that later. My name is Zach Jackson, and joining me is James Wood. Howdy, gamers. Adam Ryan. Hello. And Nathan Hennessy. Hey, hey, hey. It is the final episode of the Well Played DLC Podcast for 2023. Get excited. Everyone here is excited. I can see their beautiful faces. How are you all? Ooh, so ready festive. What a magical time of year, boys. Yep. That as good yes. as you, Zach. Someone's <laughs> snuck something into your Wheaties, mate. You're on. Mate, I've got to be up with uh, I've got to pick you up the floor. Up up the floor? Up off the floor. Oh, I wish you would. <laughs> He's bringing the energy he didn't have last time. Yeah, last week was a... Um, <laughs> that was a sloppy. tough time. It was a sloppy episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. It was a sloppy week. Certainly was. Mm. Diarrhea mm. innuendo. Yes. That's it. Top to be back on solid ground. Hey! <laughs> hey! You guys are giving me the shits. All right, let's... Um, hey! Hey! Okay. Adam, what's uh, what's what's eating your Gilbert grape? Go on. Talk to me. What's eating my Gilbert grape? Uh, work in December. That's That's what's doing it, mate. Shouldn't be a thing. I think everyone should, regardless if you work at a bank or not, should just go on holiday for the entirety of December. I think that's what old jolly old Saint Nick would really like from us all, don't you reckon? Hmm. That's why Big JC was on the cross, baby. That's that's. <laughs> that's why. He's just protesting the banks. He he died for our leave. That's it. That's it. <laughs> died for our leave. <laughs> See you Easter 2024. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, oh, Nathan, God. how are you? How are you, my friend? I'm just, I'm, I'm so good. I just can't move past the JC thing though. Like I'm stuck on the like, he's he's risen interest rates. Oh, good. <laughs> nah, I just want to save our best for last, didn't we? Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Short attention span. I'm doing bloody well. I'm about to head over to the Philippines. I'm going to enjoy some sun while you folks enjoy some sun as well, just without a UV layer. Is it humid in the Philippines? Oh, it is the most humid, mate. I can expect 100% humidity morning, noon, and night. I will be swimming when I should be sleeping. The evening low is like 25. Mm, How are you going to deal with the sun, like with your... Milky complexion? Um... (laughs) I don't know, mate. How do you... Because you can't cover this, and it's kind of like a traffic hazard. I reflect light quite sharply. Wear a rashy. Taking me back to be primary school days, body rashy. It's simple. Walk in the streets of Manila looking like I'm ready for a swimming carnival. (laughs) I say get around like a well-to-do lady in the 1800s and rock a parasol. You're not wrong, actually. It's an Asian country and that... They they good yeah. If it's sunny, you rock the parasol. Good man, Adam. Like you could get around it. I really mm. enjoy exposing an ankle. I think that's <laughs> oh, quite a nice move these days. See, James <laughs> still hasn't gotten around popping out a shoulder. He's no, uh, he's Ooh. Oh, no, no. like that. <laughs> I'm a chaste lady. Good lord. <laughs> Just like it's that, I'm back in. Eh? Here I am. Philippines. How long are you going for? Yeah, about four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. How, good. How good? You're staying in a villa or something? Yeah, yeah. Family, villa. Got a few different spots of, of accommodation. I'm sure you folks won't miss me. 
I miss you already. It'll be. Yeah. yeah. You'll blink, I'll be back. Hmm. <laughs> Let's. Hmm. Sorry, I was hoping that you would continue talking while I was just quickly. Doing no, something. I get it. But, yeah. That's not how this any, works, though. Any, uh, anyone else going away for Christmas? Going to Ross? Mr. Ryan? Oh, mate, Ross. You'd like that, wouldn't you? You would like that. Uh, no, Key and I are staying put this year. We've said, fuck it. We're not going to do any family functions or anything. We've done lots of traveling around the state this year. So we are staying put. And yeah, we'll probably just make some Christmassy dinner. I'll make myself a festive hot chocolate. Might even put some cinnamon in it. How, how exotic is that? Just but nah, three, nothing. Uh, the three bird roast? Three, the, the bird and a bird and a bird. Might just do it, you know. The old Tadakan. What a <laughs> what a what a what a time. Uh, nah, fuck all plans this year, and that's exactly how I like it. I'm not going to get burnt. Usually, I end up playing backyard cricket with my brother and getting mm. heat stroke. So, I'm oh, looking forward to not doing that this year. Yeah, it's fucking rough. Oh, I miss that. It's rough. Yeah. Tasmanian sun. You go out for the. Three out of the four of us know this too well. You go out in the sun for about five minutes and you end up looking like a lobster. So hoping to avoid that this year, if anything. I, I want to be clear. Adam says sun. You can walk out there. It's an overcast day. There is no sun. The situation Sometimes is you I walk burn. past my, my, my like floor to ceiling mirror sometimes and I catch a bit of red. <laughs> it's just like any, any reflective surface will do it, really. It's not good. Fuck that guy. James? How about you? No, you know, you, I think we spoke about this last week. You're not going away to... No, yeah, no. No coastal trips or anything this year. It's just a nice, quiet one. Which, you know, after a busy year, that's actually not so much of a bad thing. I think Adam's correct in that, you know, you only want to do so much in a 12-month period. It's nice to just stop for a bit. Indeed. Mm. I think, by and large, there's a trend of that this year. I've spoken to a, a few people and they're like, nah, not really doing family things this year, just staying put. I think everyone's kind of got the, the same feel. Apart from so, Nathan, yeah. who's doing international travel for a month. I mean, I'm quite envious of you folks. I'm a big, big proponent of the old stick your feet up and, and see no relatives tack. I love that shit. I wonder what's yeah, going good. on, though, because we've just gone like a few years of lockdown where Christmases were a precarious thing. And do you see family? Do you not? And everyone's already reverted to. Let's just <laughs> not think... bother. It's fine. Nobody's over. Because we had a couple of years of not seeing anyone. And you then had a we taste had of the good life. too much of seeing everyone. So we're like, fuck, we didn't realise how good we had it. <laughs> yeah, secluded Christmas could be a banger. Uh, very good, very good. here, I suspect. Uh, cool. All right, let's get stuck into the show. Got a fair bit to chat about. Any video games that people want to discuss before we move into predictions, pledges, and uh, some other shit we've got going on? <laughs> Adam in the front. Hello, Adam from Well Played. Um, I have re-downloaded God of War Ragnarok for the Valhalla like mini DLC expansion Ooh. new mode thing. Um, geez, I'm pleasantly surprised by this. It's it's very much like a, a roguelike, you know, you go through as far as you can, you unlock little chests that will give you abilities or um, perks and stuff like that. But there's a surprising amount of narrative wrapped up in it as well. It's like not at all what I expected it to be. Like it starts off with kind of an intriguing premise. You beckon to Valhalla by 
a mysterious letter that was left for you. And then you just kind of have to unravel that over time as the runs progress. Um, and yeah, it was, I know that they promised there to be like narrative threads woven into it. I just wasn't expecting it to be maybe as intriguing as it is. So for, for just a free update, I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. Solid. Pretty have happy. you, have you made a start on Callisto yet? I haven't yet. It's downloaded <laughs> sitting there ready to go, but that's going to be my over the, the Christmas, Christmas uh, public <laughs> holidays. Yes. Nice. Nathan thinks that's a lump of coal in the sock, I can tell, but who knows, mate? I might enjoy it. I genuinely want to hear your thoughts because I've tried since my discussion with you folks, I've tried and tried to get back to it and I just find the thing so painful to play. Mm. That (laughs) is Zach really enjoyed it. (laughs) I really enjoyed it, yeah. There you go. How simple mind to find out for myself. (laughs) Yeah. I'm keen to hear. Where does Adam sit on the Venn diagram of simple Simple we'll mind. find out in the next few weeks. We will find out. Very nice. James, you, uh, you got anything you want to talk about that you've been playing or any other? Uh, just super quickly. Uh, I've finally put some time into Alan Wake two and that game is, uh, everything that everybody said it would be. And somehow more in its first <laughs> chapter. Like I am, um, so thoroughly impressed by everything I've seen so far. Remedies kind of like escalation of cinematic language is just fucking phenomenal to see. Um, gameplay is not quite what I was expecting. A lot of uh, walking around, chatting, mood boarding shit, you know, that's uh, the investigative stuff is uh, like, you, you get such a kind of like uh, harsh and cinematic opening and then it just crawls to a stop. So you can be like, what if I thought about some clues for an hour? And I kind of loved it. Like, I, I think it's a, a very interesting mishmash of flavors. But Take, um, it takes like yeah. a frogwares turn for a minute there at the start. Like, really yes. weird. Very, very much so. Um, but yeah, I, I love everything about it so far. I, I can instantly see this becoming a major contender for my game of the year votes. So yeah, we'll see how we go. Nice. It'll never well, just, on that, just on that uh, very, very quickly. Uh, this year, because of the huge amount of awesome games that came out, we have pushed our Game of the Year uh, awards to the first episode of 2024. So uh, it gives us a couple extra weeks over the Christmas break to kind of push through a couple of games we may have missed, which which we, we, we may talk about tonight. I'm not too sure if that's on the agenda still. Um, but yeah, very exciting. Looking forward to the very first exciting. episode of 2024 already. It's going to be a big be one. Fucking tanned. Tanned as a deducken when he comes back. It's going to be embarrassing because I'm just going to somehow look paler. Just you wait. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Shall we get stuck straight in? Oh, sorry. Nathan, do you have anything you want to talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I suppose I'll, I'll quickly weigh in. So I, I absconded from my pledges a little bit again to uh, install <laughs> and play The Last Guardian. I don't know why it was just I was flicking through my library. I saw it. I was like, you know, what? I never really gave this much of a shake beyond the first hour. Let's give it a raz. So, you know, in short, uh, with time having passed, I can confidently say the game is something of an audio-visual masterpiece. It just looks incredible. The way it uses its sound is brilliant. Like, it's it's masterful use of its score, and when it when it does occur, it's just, it blows you away. But it's a game that I cannot recommend anyone play because it's not at all fun. That's <laughs> the this the is the game dog, about yeah. the the boy and his abused cock dog. Like it just it's it's such a it's such an obscure <laughs> thing to play. 
there's, there's virtually no story, and that's fine. Like the studio's not big on their narrative; they're more about like sort of um, world building. The vibe, shit. the vibe, exactly right. But it is so captivating as a kind of like cinematic piece of work. Um, just, but like the whole gameplay just boils down to giving your cock dog orders, right? And it just never responds because the game is so script reliant that you've got to wait for the AI to decide that it's in a very specific spot that the game never communicates before all of a sudden the commands start to process and the game rolls on to its next thing. It's it's just a weird game where it's what it wants to do is so disconnected from what the player tells the game to do. They're at constant odds. So it's such an interesting thing. But yeah, it's just a shame that that studio clearly couldn't get quite give it the time to make it work. Like the AI just doesn't work. Well, I only had, what, 10 years or something? Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, I just... I can, I can understand why it sunk the studio, but it's still, like, such a cool <clears throat> game. Like, it's mega interesting. They're still mm. around, aren't they? No, no, I think they're working studio. on no. a new game right no. now. Really? No, I thought Japan, Japan Studio, studio got tanked with the release yeah. of Oh, Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay. I've, I've just purely think of the director. He's definitely working on something at the moment, though. So, in um, short, I, I don't recommend you should play it, even though I think it's super interesting. Like, it's a, it's a bad game, but not because it's bad because it's interesting ideas don't entirely land hmm. it is a shame though that that studio did get the the boot even though they didn't oh, really do anything that and that even I... playing that game you're like this is just something that no other dev would make like it's hmm. so weird to lose that talent there was a, a tweet going around a couple of weeks ago about how sony's uh lineup used to be a balance between major first party kind of releases and weird little sicko games that they made on the side to kind of placate artistic integrity and it definitely um, is and that <laughs> exactly yeah japan studio i think was always nicely slotted into that and i mean i know they had a hand in bloodborne as well like i it, it's a shame that we don't have them anymore yeah, i agree it, they did, like it's they did so- gravity rush no, I'm, looking at their, I'm looking at their Wikipedia. It was, well, it was Japan Studio, wasn't it? There's what, or one because it, it was a Japan Studio. <laughs> was it the? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, we've stumped ourselves. Mm. There you go. There you go, eh? They didn't rain. I actually didn't. I didn't. I didn't uh, mind that one. I never played it. I know the one you're talking about. Look cool. Yeah. Hmm. It was neat. Yeah. Weird. So I really miss that era of Sony game. Mate, they don't uh, make enough cash anymore to uh, keep them going. That's it. That's it. All right, let's go through to the predictions. Let's start with that. Why not? The link, and then I lost the link. Why? Well, I old machine. Mm. You, want, you want to share the link? I did. I shared it into the uh, little chat there. Maybe I'll close it when I opened it. I got it. Cool. All right. So this year we'll go through the predictions. Everyone can, can read through their own. And we will... I guess we will, as a group, oh. decide what, what is a... Uh, <laughs> what is a win and what is not. Yeah. <laughs> can we start with yours? Please. I was going to say, let's please start with Zach's. <laughs> oh, no. I read, I read two <laughs> down. Yeah, I got fucking it. I got to floored. the second one, too. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, so the, the audience. First, the poor audience. The first prediction, Broken Sword 6, will be revealed. How do we feel tick. about that? Congratulations, about that? mate. Tick, 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 tick. Nicely done. 
Another prediction I had was that the Twisted Metal show will inspire a remaster, new entry or spiritual successor. So to close, be fair, it? I feel like you're on the cusp of that. I reckon yeah. if you put that in for next year, yeah. you'll be yep. you'll be in with an absolute win for sure. Yeah, I, think, I think you just got dogged on that one. Yep. Jim Ryan won't be Sony CEO <laughs> by the end of the year. Impressive. So you're the reason my trust fund is drying up. <laughs> Thank Two from three so far. Mm. Now we start to... Uh, the roller coaster's come <laughs> up. Now we're starting to fucking... The wheel's about to come right off. Starfield, well, I guess Microsoft, will announce a Starfield PS5 release as Xbox Goodwill. I, I think Negative. the thing that kills me there is... The, the part of the prediction that kills me is the Goodwill bit. <laughs> yeah. What uh, now, this is going to be interesting. Yasuki? Yasuke? Matsu- Yosuke Matsuda, yeah, Matsu, Mat, yeah, will resign from Square Enix due to NFTs tanking the company. <laughs> Good call, right? Good call, bad call, not correct call. So, speaking of bad calls, incorrect <laughs> calls, tanking the company calls, the day before <laughs> will launch as planned, and will have, and will have, I don't know, how I said will, and will have, and will have a sixty-five plus meta score by May. <laughs> Brutal. That is. That's what is the meta score on the day? It before. doesn't that, have one. Ah, I doubt it yeah, because it wouldn't wouldn't have been reviewed enough, and it's probably early access. To, I'm not too sure, but yeah, that one's uh, that one's a no. That's so mm. good. We'll check back that... May next year. See see how that's yeah, doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep it rolling. But, it's fine. You know, yeah, two from, let it hit one point oh. Two, what's that? Two from six. Two from six ain't bad. Is it two from six or two from five? I can't see. Yeah, no, two from six. If it helps, the day before has an open critic score of 12. Wow. <laughs> which means which means it's on the fucking it's on challenge. The no. I fucking no. told you. Did Jamie take this into account? We need to get this on. This is, this is live now. This has an open critic score. Suck my feet. So whoever did say that that, that wouldn't have an open critic score might have been Jordan. Cop so... Can we infer that you were plugging for maybe 65 on your your, your open critic yeah. prediction? Oh. <laughs> I will try and find I'll try, I'll try and find my my prediction, but it's I'm not excited about seeing that number. That that could tank that could really change the leaderboard this year. <laughs> All right, uh, Nathan, you are next on the list. Please go through yours, my friend. I feel like. A bit forlorn, a bit bittersweet about mine, right? So I'll just run through the list. Sonic the Hedgehog 3 movie tie-in DLC for Frontiers. So we'll tease a little bit about Sonic the Hedgehog 3, but but no like game tie-in confirmation as yet. As yet. Persona 6 gets announced at Tokyo Game Show. We're not getting any to- we're not getting any Persona 6 announcement as far as I'm concerned. It looks like Persona teams well in on Metaphor Refantasio. Yeah, like you <laughs> got was... something from them. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's but close enough. Maybe just not in the Persona Six wrapping, uh, exactly, mm-hmm. which is why I'm I say I'm for like it's it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, uh, Stalker Two. Oh, this one's not fine. Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl release slips out of 2023. Well, I mean, I guess it has slipped out of 2023, but the key here is that the developer cites the war further. No, there's kind of been like no communication or very little, right? Like there hasn't been mm. much communication on, on yeah. this. We've gotten some teasers and that still. So we know the wheels are turning. Uh, V8 Supercars will return in Forza 2023. I think that's a shame. We didn't see it. It's not there. 
Zuckerberg yep, shuts down the metaverse. No, no. I think he's I no, think he's hoping he's tripling down. Yeah. I think he's tripling down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're seeing great success with the MetaQuest 3 this year, so good mm. on him, I guess. Whatever. Valve strikes a deal to bring Half-Life Alex to PSVR 2. This also hurts because we haven't seen it yet. I still maintain hope for this one. And finally, <laughs> this one hurts me the most. <laughs> Fire Emblem Awakening remake is announced by Nintendo. Nintendo have been teasing that they've got more Fire Emblem up their sleeve, including remakes and the like. Hasn't been announced yet. So it's just a very hopeful list of predictions from me and uh, not hitting the target this year. <laughs> we can't all be winners, mate. Can't all be so. <laughs> No, apparently not. <laughs> Alrighty. Who is next up? Big Jimmy so, Jams. Oh, Jim Jams. Uh, okay. PlayStation will not make any major acquisitions and instead <laughs> focus on exclusivity deals with large publishers and developers. I like your sense of humor. I feel I am wrong. Um, <laughs> I think the, the Bungie shit definitely uh, disqualifies me for this. Sure. Yeah, I think I think it might. I think it might. Yeah, just just a little, just a little. Uh, From Software will announce its third PlayStation exclusive title, a reboot of Kingsfield. Fuck off. That would have been nice, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Now, now I will say this: That's the thing. next three, possibly even four, I think will be good for next year. But not for this year, unfortunately. Nintendo yep. will announce the next Switch and will have Metroid Prime 4 as a launch title. I can almost guarantee that's fucking happening. Microsoft will overplay its cool guy hand and announce a game that uses AI art and cat shit for it. They have just <laughs> launched a new AI tool that they're pushing out to the masses. And it yeah, sucks. This one, this one is, I was going to say, this one's not, not too bad. Like, it's pretty close. Like, they did yeah, pretty close. that partnership with, was it voice acting? Uh, oh yeah, there was that AI yeah, shit. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But, um, but, cap. Well, I mean, it's AI art, right? So I guess. Yeah, and you said announce a title, so it's not quite. Yeah, that's it. That's true. Uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica remake. God, I guarantee you inevitable. again that is happening next year. Yeah. Uh, and Star Wars Eclipse gets cancelled. That's also very, very likely given everything we've seen with the Star Wars license in video games lately. So, I feel like you know it, I have like a terrible prediction rate versus reality but uh just off by 12 months yeah i'd buy yeah. that yeah we'll see how we go yeah i like i, I like the resident evil code veronica and i hope that's a thing me too cannot wait i'm gonna i'm gonna whip through jordan's very very quickly jordan says i don't is i don't know how we do the top one but hogwarts legacy will be average i mean now if we go it's aggregate i think he's average. right <laughs> Well, yeah, let's go on aggregate because I think that's... I don't know what he... Yeah, what metric do you base? (laughs) Well, If we base this on on James's opinion, then he absolutely gets that tick. (laughs) The Open Critic score is 84, so I'm going to say he he doesn't get a point for that one. Stalker 2 will will be delayed again. It didn't officially get delayed, did it? It It was in a constant state of... It's just in a state of flux. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see it when we see it. Uh, people are going to hate Armored Core 6 at first because they were expected to play like Elden Ring. That wasn't the bubble that I was in. No, I want to give him this, but it's unfortunately not true. People just really liked Armored Core. Unfortunately not true. Unfortunately not true. Yeah. (laughs) Starfield will be an okay game that gets extra points for being a Bethesda title. Jordan, you were standing on your soapbox for these predictions. It really was. Good Lord. Maybe he's paid one or two. Do we... Mm. I don't know if I'd even pay that because Starfield, 
I think had a little bit of time in the limelight and then it got instantly forgotten. I don't know if people mm. even really gave it extra points for being Bethesda. I, I know I one review need, that did, but we uh, need numbers. We, we need something tangible <laughs> to kind of to go off. Yeah, uh, Metroid, yeah. Me- Metroid Prime Four will get an actual trailer this year. Oh, oh, no, don't hurt me like that. Square Enix will try to implement some blockchain garbage into Final Fantasy Sixteen post review period. That was a Actually, big might, swing. That's a good. Um, that's a good yeah. pledge uh, prediction. Yeah, uh, no deal. So no good deal. Try Jordan. No chocolates for Jordan. Adam. Move over, Jordan. We've got some accurate <laughs> predictions coming through. <laughs> My first was that Sony announces the PlayStation Vita 2 and gives it a February 2024 release window. The big launch title would be a God of War spin-off featuring Atreus as the protagonist. Why did I hate myself so much? You by just going really put yourself in the ground with two so immediately. S- <laughs> so specific. Yep. Uh, the, well, the PlayStation Portal, hey? They've, they've got a handheld. It's just not the Vita Half or have got a four. Obsidian will properly unveil Avowed and the hype will build to a Skyrim-like level. The release date is set for 2024. Ooh, there's a, there's a like, monkey paw. I'd like, yeah. like another half point. They did properly yeah. unveil it. It just looks shit. Yeah, that Skyrim um, level of hype is... Yeah, that, that's what got you, mate. Shot myself in the foot. Sucker Punch Productions announces Infamous 3 at Summer Games Fest kickoff. The game will be set prior to the original. Feature Kessler as the protagonist. What a fuckhead. Uh, we see a sharp increase in demos across all platforms. Marketing will shift to accommodate. I feel like we did have a decent few demos throughout the year. I don't think it was sharp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it seems like demos are, are moving back in into the limelight, but not in the mm. way this implies, right? No. Mm. Uh, a notable musician, I thought Childish Gambino, will announce a conceptual game to accompany their album launch. Plot twist, the game's actually good. Didn't happen. I really I like wish that. it did, though. I like that prediction, though. That's yeah, it's very yeah. optimistic. It's yeah. nice. I very, I, yeah, I wish it did. I Star mean, Citizen finally gets a full release. NFTs will be added to the game within two months of launch. I still think it'll happen. What is but with these specific, launch? like, two months after launch? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I like to really... I like to really date my uh, my predictions. Go big or go home, I say. Imagine you don't want any a, of this wishy Imagine if you were a gambling man. You'd be fucked. Imagine if I got one of them right, though. How good would that be? <laughs> imagine if you got Perfect two. Perfect answer, Adam. Well done. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. mate, Fuck that's off, why so. you got to just... Everybody got to get up, got to kiss it, got to point to the big JC upstairs, and he'll, he'll grant you his, <laughs> your three wishes, mate. Is that how Sorry. God works? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> well, it is in my world. In your household, yeah. After you rub yeah. your magic lamp. <laughs> that's it. Pray to the tilted TV. Me and uh, James were talking. This is completely off topic. I don't know why. But Where we drop on this tilted TV? What if, what if we got... <laughs> oh my. Shit, that was dumb. Fuck. What if we, what if we got... Oh, like but a, it was so good. No, I'm not going to... It's done. No, go Mark's on. Go on. Set your piece. We've got time. What if we got like a like a dark Aladdin, like you know, like a dark spin on Aladdin, like a real gritty, fucked up adult version of Aladdin? I'd be so like a yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm thinking like <laughs> Tales of the Arabian Nights, right? Yeah, but like like you know, R like R rated, like Aladdin's. What's wrong with that? Yeah, like the uh, third Prince of Persia game, right? Like the how they got all gritty and moody and sexy, mm, but with yeah. Aladdin. That's well, it. even with the second one, Warrior Within, Warrior Within was. 
Oh yeah, they did kind of pivot straight away, didn't they? Yeah. Immediately. And like, I don't know, the yeah. fucking carpet's got like lasers on it or something. And what the fuck? Anyway, okay. Ma- maybe that's a prediction for next year. Mars predictions. He goes. <laughs> Sony and Bungie uh, announce a new IP simultaneously launching on PS5 and PC in 2024. It wasn't a new IP, but they did announce Marathon, <laughs> which yeah, is also which it, that's not going to come in 2024. Yeah, so that is oh, a fuck no. correct. Uh, the worst kept secret in video games finally comes to light. Metroid Prime Trilogy releasing in August two thousand twenty three. Uh, Prime Four gets a holiday two thousand twenty four launch. He's, he's got that Adam ambition. He's going to whack a date on there. Let's go, Mark. Launch. <laughs> Xbox confirms it's ramping stars. down on hardware. Is that a do you do you ramp down? Or do you wind down? Well, ramps can go Scale up down. and down, Zach. That's yeah, true, true. the nature of a true. ramp. <laughs> I don't know, it just it seems like a very scaling down. We probably yeah. don't need to editorialize, Ooh. Mark. No, it's just it just when I read <laughs> it, it just sounded. <laughs> Xbox confirms ramming down hardware development and goes all in on cloud streaming for next gen. Well, didn't they just sell sell their cloud streaming shit because of the Activision Blizzard King thing? Uh... Didn't they have this? Sell their cloud something they, or other? They licensed it out. I don't know if they sold it, did they? Can we get a can we get a fact check on that, please, Adam? Mr. Newsdesk over there. Uh, Xbox Series DX, digital only Series X will be the last hardware launch in holiday 2023. Negative on that one, my friend, Mr. Mark. Bro, uh, with the success. Sorry, go. Oh, uh, with the success uh, just of the, the DX, the, the D Mario just movie, me up. Nintendo reaffirms a Mario movie, a Mario movie verse to set up the sequel, Wario and, oh no, Wallaloogie? Wallaloogie. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> thing that I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. no. Wallaloogie. No, I've got it. I've got it. What? I can't say it. <laughs> so it's so phonetics. Wallaloogie? Is that it? Hey. We got it. Oh, it's okay. him. We'll appear in a post-credit scene. Wallaloogie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Do you know what? No. That was that was such authentic Italian. I thought fucking Russell Crowe would bust <laughs> just to deliver it. <laughs> Fuck! I've just oh, I've just realised what my fucking what my flight movie's gonna be tomorrow morning. <laughs> I actually spoke to someone the other day who who watched that, and I was like, "What do you reckon? You reckon Russell Crowe does an authentic Italian accent?" And they were like, "Not really." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty definitive. Oh uh, no God. new mainland uh, mainline Pokemon game in 2023. Pokemon Company and Game Freak will adjust. Uh, game development after the poor launch of Scarlet Violet. Story DLC to launch by year's end. That's a point. Oh, that's bang on, isn't it? Yep. That well, is bang on. Story DLC, did that come out? Yep. Yeah. Yep. It okay. once came out like three days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. One point there. Very good, Mark. Uh, Xbox will cancel plans to purchase Activision Blizzard. TSQ <laughs> makes a deal to purchase AB instead. Okay, well, that has not... Wowza. No. Imagine THQ Nordic... Ooh. Yeah. Not with what we know and, now. And big little Rixie, he goes to say the Switch 2 will not be released in 2023, but will be revealed in 2023 and will have Super in the name. Super Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Super Switch. Incorrect. A major acquisition will not occur in 2023. The definition of major includes any developer or publisher that sells for over $1 billion. Now, do we include the blizzard one in this because this guy has gone through even though it was announced no it, it occurred so okay yeah. okay 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft will cancel at least one of its announced titles in 2023, which we I think we got God's the Immortals and, no, game, right? Yeah, Phoenix. Fuck, what's it oh, called? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Phoenix Uprising, whatever. Boy, Phoenix Rising. Boy. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, it, well, was that ever announced though? Well, that is uh, a no. gray area. But it, it was cancelled. So, okay. Yeah. Well. So, okay, but it know. wasn't announced. Yeah. Mm. We'll pay that. We'll pay yeah. that. Well, no, 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 Hound. No, because it does say he has shot himself in the foot here. Ubisoft will cancel at least one of his announced titles in 2023. That I'm is still, a. I'm still kind of no. sympathetic to him because it's a franchise no, title. No, sympathetic. I don't care. No points for you. No How reason. dare you assume that a franchise gets a sequel, Dubass? No points. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's got to be announced. I think, I think he was implying that. It's a you know it's been in the something that's getting some hype and then it's yeah shot. Uh, yeah. A 2D Mario movie tie-in game will be announced or released in 2023. No, Sony will release at least one of its games as a service title <laughs> in 2023. No, Xbox will <sighs> announce a change in Game Pass. Whether that's a new tier, getting rid of gold, or a price hike, there'll be some major changes going forward in 2023. Little did he know it was going to be all three. <laughs> Yeah, Big yep. Little has hit two home runs. He is that last one with me. That last one is very good. That's a. I feel like getting rid of gold's a pretty pretty easy one though. Um, new tier it, and price hike. He, he, yeah, yeah. New tier. It's three gets three. Is a, that's good. Lucky it's all under one uh, prediction, so that's two points. Uh, two. To to jump back as well, they sold the streaming rights for Activision Blizzard games to Ubisoft. That okay. was it. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. Which is odd, but yeah, whatevs. Very <laughs> nice. Good stuff there, team. Well done, everyone. Gary. Let's go through the... Any any uh, comments on... Oh, on the predictions there. Anything that's, you know, have you got any inspirations for next year's predictions? I think you I refuse just take to... half of them and recycle them. Yeah, that's it. Just yeah. republish yeah, my yeah. list. I refuse to limit my scope and I will shoot for the stars every time. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that for you. Next, next year's will be just as ridiculous as this year's. I so want to know what, to that. I want to know the day and date that the Switch 2 is getting announced, Absolutely, mate. mate. I'll tell you what <laughs> fucking temperature it'll be in Launceston, Tasmania. <laughs> I also say, I actually quite like Super Nintendo Switch as a title for that thing. It, I, I was kicking yeah. about it. Yeah. It wouldn't happen. Mm. Surely not. We don't think that would be a thing, right? Well, well can you call it the Switch 2? Like, that just seems oh, a bit... surely. No, like... no, no. Absolutely not. I, I, I kind of hope they ditch the Switch moniker entirely. I think it's got way too much brand recognition. Yeah. Um, yeah uh... There's no chance. Yeah. Okay. And it's going to be the same thing, right? It's going to be like a hand, like a handheld is their thing, right? Like, like yeah, it'll be a hybrid. Jam. Yeah, like it, like they're not doing another GameCube, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, the I GameCube love the thing. GameCube. I know it had a, a handle, handle on to it. take to your friend's house. <laughs> How good! <laughs> Still got mine. Shoutouts. Nice, nice. All right, uh, the Open Critic 2000. Well, sorry, 2023 Open Critic Challenge. Let's go through the results. Mr. Jamie Peninj, or have I always fuck his name up? Peninj. Laguigi. <laughs> Jamie Walaguigi Peninj is uh, got his 
<laughs> Penning. All right. He has done a huge wrap up here. Uh, it will go up on the website at some stage, though he has put a hyphen in well hyphen played. So he loses uh, points for that, Mr. Jamie. Um, wouldn't want to do that, would you? Wouldn't want to do that. That's how you cop the wrath of me. So winners in 2020, the inaugural winner was Paul James. Then you got me. I won it in 2021. Shout outs. Then you got 2022, you got Jamie Galia, Galia uh, from New Game Plus. He won it in 2022. But who's going to take home the big check this year? So in the post, there'll be a big detailed wrap-up of all the games, all the different scores and blah, 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 blah. Uh, uh, Jamie has actually gone through and given some awards. So Ooh, he's cool. given the, the Oracle Award. Now, actually, before we go into this, we found out just before that day before does have it does have a open critic score. However, Jamie's like shit. Uh, however, because of the whole thing about that game and the, blah, <laughs> the blah, whole blah, thing, we're just gonna we're just gonna not worry about. It. We're just gonna not go being with, a real game. Yeah, we're just gonna go with the scores that Jamie has done here. We're not gonna factor in. Uh, the day before scores because that'll just kind of ruin it a little bit because a lot of people did silly scores, but Lots I'm going to go through score. and read. I'm going to go through and read some of the predictions for um, the day before after we go through this. So let's strap in. So the Oracle Award is the first award is awarded to the player who has picked the most perfect scores. A perfect score being zero points earned. So if you're aware of the zero uh, open critic challenge, the idea is that you pick the game's open critic score and any points either side of being higher or lower are awarded to you. At the end of the season, uh, end, end of the year, uh, those you accumulate points and the person with the lowest amount of points is the winner. So Joel Grouton uh, from Annie Game, he has got seven perfect scores. So big shout-outs to Ooh. Joel for that. The scored award is the award for the for the game that the most people picked for uh sorry the the game that the, that the most people picked the perfect score on that was Final Fantasy 16 with eight people scoring the perfect score for that which oh, was babe. uh which was when did it come out June 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 June, June, June. here we go it got a score of 88 oh. a score of 88 Oh, what? Tim. Okay. Uh, really reflected the game awards, wasn't that? <laughs> the we well, the we did it team award goes to the uh, the players as a collective team either picked the score or were very close to being perfect. Um, Does this mean like an outlet, like a bunch of folks under a certain banner? Uh, or? I'm not too sure. Like, hey, the checkpoint team come in and smashed. Okay, so I'll just read you. So he's right here. The We Did It Team Award goes to Wild Hearts, Dead Island 2, The Crew Motor Fest, and Marvel Spider-Man 2. The We Did It Team Award for the game, games, that sorry, that our players as a collective team either picked the score or very close to being perfect. Uh, good job. The Absolute Dud Award. Uh, next is the Absolute Dud Award uh, for the game that our players as a collective team scored the most points and being furthest away from the actual Open Creek score. Ah, can anyone can Red anyone guess what fall. this is? Redfall. <laughs> Bang. Redfall was the Absolute Dud. Shoutouts. 
uh, the missed it by that much award. Uh, the next award is the missed it by that much award, which goes to the player that missed picking a perfect score throughout the 2023. Oh. Uh, and that goes to Zach, uh, Zach Reardon from Well Played. He, uh, yeah, unlucky, my so man. So close. The, the best debut award goes to the person uh, for the person who joined for the first time this year and earned the least number of points. We had a total of 12 new players that played all year, which is amazing to see, and hopefully we'll see some more next year. The best debut goes to Elliot from Checkpoint. Yay. Hey. Nice. Uh, yeah. The best returning. Oh my god! I haven't. I've not read these by the way, so I'm reading these as 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 we go. The best returning player award. The second last award is the best returning player award. The award for the player who scored the least number of points and who had played in the past but Jackson? returned after missing the previous year. There were three players who re- who had fit into this category for 2023. So hopefully we'll con- continue to see them going forward. Why are we Adam? What? Oh, did I? I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I miss a year? I missed the back half of last year, I think. Unfortunate. Okay. Disqualified. Okay. Sorry, I came go... back to win this year, though. <laughs> All right, let's go. There were 37 people on the tally, and the tally is obviously done by points, and if people are equal on points, the perfect scores go separate the your, yep. your tiebreaker, right? In 37th, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to read them all, but in 37th place, last place, we got Michael Ball, who finished with 398 points. Jesus. Now, I will go 36 because this one is... He's a is, high scorer. ...is relevant. We got Ash Whaling in second last. Lowest place, well played, Ian, at 391. Now, did he not just choose one score for every game? Did, is knows? that what he did this year? Don't know, but that's what I know that I thought someone did and they didn't fare too well either. Uh, <laughs> what, just give everything a 70? I think so, yeah. Then you've got in 32nd place. What's up? James. Oh, yeah. James Wood. I tanked three, this year. <laughs> 309 points. Uh, Call me optimistic or pessimistic. It, it just didn't feel like well, mate. Yeah, Buddy Watson was who I was thinking of. Uh, he finished at 25th with 266 points. Uh, let me go up to 19th. Then we just got Stephen. Uh, big shout out to Stephen. Uh, then we got 18th. We've got Mark Mark from More Played at 234. Hey, Mark. Uh, then we've got 15th. We've got Zach Reardon from More Played again. All right, the top 10. Ooh. Let's go through the top. Nathan, did you not do it? Oh, no, sorry. I was going straight past you because you're a fucking... Oh, I got me excited. I thought I made it the top I did. 10. Well, I, 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 no, because I read Buddy. Oh, uh, you oh. were 26. You were oh. 267 <laughs> Talk about right, building anticipation. Sorry, sorry. I was top like... Top 10, now you're 26. Oh. <laughs> top 10, 200, 212 points. Adam Ryan, number 9, 211 points. Dylan Blight, number 8. James O'Connor, 210. Zach Jackson at number 7, 210. Actually, Hobley at 6, 206. Joel Grouton, 204 at 5th. Kieran Verbruge at 4th at 203. Third place on 202 points. Ralph Panabianco. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Second on 195 points. Zachary Clark. In... (laughs) First place, 188 points, 
the very first time they've done the Open Critic Challenge, Elliot Attard from Checkpoint Gaming. Well Fucking done. That is an arc victory. You can whack he that on said, your LinkedIn profile, buddy. That is stellar. <laughs> Put it on your resume, I say. Yeah, that is go the whole hog. That is pretty darn good. Clocked oh. under two hundred for the discrepancy points. That's that's a bloody good effort. It is. It is now. Let's go to the juicy little bits here. I had it up and I actually just closed it before. Sorry, sorry, my good people. All right, let's go. Let's see what pe- what people gave the day before. But how when did I have the day before? I feel like I was somewhere in the 40s. Like I wasn't, you know, I, no, I, no. I, I knew where we were looking. I knew which direction it'll be, to be looking. That's right. It'll be it'll be part one. That's why I am. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because we thought it was coming out before May. Everybody laughed. The day before March 1. Now, I can't see... Can I see... Hang on. All right, let's just go. Okay. The day before, we've got... Hang on, no, let's actually... No, sorry, let's do a different way. Let's, let's view in sheets. Oh, I've got the spreadsheet. That'll be much, much better. How do I hide? go here we go all right now we've got the good stuff the day before nathan hennessy you went a score of 50 did i you did <laughs> full Mr. of shit Mark. aren't i i knew which side of 50 <laughs> to be on just sits right on the fence fucking idiot <laughs> mr mark isaacson who has constantly made fun of this game in the in the discord and in the slack he went a 65 <laughs> So, Jesus. Adam Ryan, you're at 43. Yeah, Matt from Player Two went to 70. Luke from Checkpoint went 82. Brendan, 73. Ooh. Ash Whaling went a 50. Harry from Prestar went a 59. Paul James from Player Two went an 80. Uh, Victor, someone Victor, um, went 84. Victor Manic. Uh, do you know who that is? No. Uh, James, you went 41. Okay. With an apostrophe. Yeah, good, oh. James. Good, James. What's the apostrophe? Uh, I'm not too sure. It's, it's, it's in your answer. Oh, it's though. probably like a, if it comes out. <laughs> no, I think it's just, you hit a typo. Nah. Only two points between us, baby. That yeah, because it's, cause it's, it's, the, it's <laughs> the apostrophe that's like next to the, num- the number one. Uh, KB went a fifth. I do. Okay, went at 50. The winner, Elliot, went 65. Jeremy Braytech win. I don't think this game actually comes out. <laughs> I mean... Uh, actually exists, sorry. Buddy Watson said, LeMayo, this game is not real. I, I, just, just to be fair, at the point that these fellas are giving these answers, the game kind of virtually wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Let's just restart development. Ralph I think you could make LeMayo. a case. I mm-hmm. do too. And I went 68. Look, you, you held true to your yeah, prediction well, of Correct. above 65. So mm-hmm. I'm proud of you for that. Ryan from the Pop Cautious went 79. Brad Long went 87. 
what the fuck are these people smoking? What is going on? This is this is look, kind look, of Rixie. super interesting though, oh, no. right? Because it's kind Joel of Joel went seventy three. Yeah, like that's did anyone go south of twenty? It was either this game ain't real or it was okay. forty one. Okay, James, you were the, the I anchor. was the closest. This would have won me the uh, <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, genuinely yeah, God surprised. Damn. That's mm. wild. Yeah, there you go. Critic. Imagine Shout how out. like bold it would have been to you know give that a score of twenty or something. Like that's really planting your flag. Mm. I love awesome the job. big swings. Uh, excellent work to Jamie. He's done a, a tremendous amount of work. This, I mean. He yeah. says in his little post that it wouldn't be possible without me, but to be honest, mate, it wouldn't be possible without you um, because you yeah, big shout on top outs. of the numbers. So excellent job. Thank you so much again. And we're very excited to do it all again next Always year. Always something and we look forward to. Thanks, Jamie. Absolutely, be, mate. Uh, yeah, it'll be tons of fun again. We'll pick some some titles and we'll whack in some numbers and go can't, for it. All right, cool. Let's take a quick break. Shit. Let's take a quick break and uh, Ash will give us a little... Heads up on our sponsors, Steel Series. Steel Series is renowned for its innovative and award-winning products that elevate your gaming performance and experience, and the new range of Alias microphones are no exception. Alias microphones feature a capsule that is three times larger than most microphones on the market, giving your recording richer and deeper audio. And with the free-to-use Sonar software, AI-enhanced noise cancellation eliminates the background noise that other cardioid microphones will capture. With Sonar, SteelSeries has tailor-made an audio suite that offers the complete solution for content creators who want to manage their EQ levels, personal and stream mix, and it works seamlessly with programs such as OBS and many, many more. Available now, Alias Microphones and Sonar features everything you need to take your content creation to the next level. Awesome stuff. Thank you, Ash, and thank you once again to Steel Series for supplying the well-played DLC podcast with some Alias Microphones. Uh, we're having a great time sounding super professional and smooth. Okay. Let's go to the other thing we've got to talk about this year, and that is the pledges. Who's ready to talk pledges? I know fucking Adam is stoked. I think there's a fucking stain on my desk, dog. No, that's right. It's coming up. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's um, do it, Zach. So keen. Let's fucking do it. Who wants to go first? <clears throat> Adam, do you want to go first? Mate, I will be quick and out of the way. I tell played super liminal this year. I'll tell you what. How about I go for you? How about I start? Yeah, yeah fuck sure. you, Adam. Yep. Get back in your box. So, after much deliberation and a couple of beers in Singapore, James and I have decided that the pledges will be extended. <laughs> until the pledges are read out next year initially it was going to be over the christmas break first episode back and then you've got that period of time but now because we've extended that period of time for game of the year <laughs> i'm going to give you a couple of extra weeks when do we usually do pledges again like march yeah, marchy yeah march march fuck that's almost doable you bastard i'm back it in it's actually almost doable i thought it was like early february shit i also thought this because yeah, okay. I want you guys to play year. these games. I want to play these games. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to finish all of my games. However. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. <laughs> you aren't. <laughs> now, here comes a choice. 
if you Optimus. agree to this extension, you have to add Callisto Protocol to your list. <laughs> you are doubling down on a punishment. Oh, so you... why? Why? What that How punishment? do you mean? It means that instead of one punishment game, you get two. Oh, no. But who's deciding it? It's a mystery don't, box, baby. Don't, because if Jordan decides on another game for me, I'm fucked. I think we could just put a bunch of shit games into a randomizer, hit random. Absolutely. All right, all right. All right. Yeah. It, is right. A, it, it is a, yeah, it's a mystery box. All right. So you either I mean. take on the challenge or, or you, can, you can say, you know what? I failed this year. I'm good. I'm not going to take the extra time. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, but I will serve my time. I'm a failure. Time. I'm a loser. I will serve my time <laughs> playing. You fuck uh, us would love it if I did that, wouldn't you? I would. You'd love it. You'd love it if I just laid down. Been fanging for just it. Just accepted my scars above. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm back in, baby. Strap me to a rocket and I'm gone. Nathan. Oh, I've, I've definitely copped it out. See, because I'm going to like miss a out. month of this buffer. You've got next. You still got two months when you get back, though. Two months to finish these games. In Nathan's defence, so Nathan and I had a little chat about pledges the other night, uh, and oh, here we go. I think he has solved it in the sense that he has set himself free. <laughs> um, I know that's antithetical to the concept of pledges, but I think that going on a purely vibes-based schedule for your gaming is actually a much healthier response to reality. Um, but I will also be doubling down. I'm 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 all the way back in. So, let's go. I got pretty far into my list as well. To be fair, like I I've got half of a Final Fantasy, Norco, and Code Veronica. That's all I've got left. Oh, same. Mm. I'm fucking. I'm balls deep in mine. I'm at the finish line of like four out of my five games, but the fifth game I'm looking at sitting there is like Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and I've tried that multiple times, and I can't crack it. Yeah. And you've already swapped yeah, something right. out, haven't you? I have already swapped. Yeah, I switched out Divinity Original Sin 2 for Dark Souls yep. 3, which I still think was the right play, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, as a once-off, Christmas little present, if you want to if you, if you, if you buy in, if you want to double down... Oh, I think you want, you want me partake, to. All right, I'll, I'll take, I'll take you, I'll let you. I'll let you swap it out for something else. Ooh, I'll come back to you on that. All right. <laughs> Daddy's treat for Christmas. <laughs> what a generous Thank you, daddy. Bubba. Oh. All right, so I still have Pentiment, Deathloop, Norco, which I'm... God, it's like a four-hour game. I've been... <laughs> I know exactly Immortality. what you mean. Oh, and Liza P, which I swapped out for Mirage. I haven't updated that. Okay. Mirage, you can cruise through. That, that's fine. Yeah. Immortality well, that was, well, that, that, like that, like that was the plan, right? And then, to be honest, I didn't quite expect it to buy a house, so... Nah. That kind of ate a lot of my time. Okay. I know, right? Humble brag. <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> Poor man. Adam, what's, uh, what's left on your list? I'm trying to find my list because I do I this every year. I will read it to you. You got yeah, Bloodborne. Go you got Resident Evil 4 Remake. You got Plague Tale 1 and 2. You got The Outer Wilds. You got The Council. You got Inscription. And you got Return of the Opera Din. Get, <laughs> get cracking. Double down. You prick. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh no! Fuck you, boys. You'd love to see me fail, wouldn't you? Not going to give you the satisfaction. Yeah, that's like that's that. easy though. Like, well, well. I mean, that's oh, a okay. Coming from Zach. Yeah, I mean, like, like that's you know, like you've got really good games there. 
Well, I mean, it's on you if you pick shit games, isn't it? Yeah, I'll cop that. <laughs> it's fair, but like, you've got games that are really good. Yeah, Oberdin's going to be ja- a treat. Ja- James has got Code Veronica. Yeah, not which not is fine. Hyped about that. I, I remember <laughs> we had this. Co- fine. I remember we had this conversation six months ago. And I told you I got to like the second last boss, and the game basically crapped itself and put me in a fail state, mm-hmm. so I couldn't finish yeah. it anyway. <laughs> I would have. I would have accepted that if that if that was a game induced bug. I would have. I, I would have given that a tick. I wish it was a That's bug. A... It's just shit design. It's just bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Uh, oh, yeah, it's because you had no bullets, right? Yeah, the game was quite yeah. comfortable to put you in this like state no, where that, you can't that, back out. That's on you, motherfucker. With no bullets. <laughs> <laughs> it is on me. Uh, James, you got Code Veronica, you got uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and you got Norco with me. Mm-hmm. Which is yep. really fucking good. Like it is really good. Yeah, no, I, it's in, it's on my PS5. It's just sitting there looking. Could have played me. it on the fucking plane, mate. Did you have a... Could have. It's too busy watching Barbie. Did you watch Barbie yeah, on the plane? I did. Oh, did you know they go to the real world week? and then bring ideas back to Barbie world? Mate, I really like that film. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I fucking hated it. But that's fine. It's fine. Anyway, that's, that's, I that's, laughed this a lot. Isn't... Yeah. Sorry for the spoilers. I, I love your fanged Fuck commentary. <laughs> you are... You're a duck. A funny man. Uh, do I quickly run off mine? Yeah. So Way I got this, out there. The Legend of Heroes uh, or Trails in the Sky. So this is that, that JRPG series I've been coming back to with like two reviews a year. This is the first game in that like 12 plus series. Uh, and it's good. It's good. I'm, I'm at the end. Funnily enough, I've been playing a fair bit the last couple of weeks. I'm at the end. Uh, that doesn't help too much, though, because I'm not at the credits. Uh, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, as I said, I'm still at the start. Dark Souls 3 and the DLC. So, funnily enough, I'm at, like, the final boss for each of those three points. Final boss for the ba- main game. Final boss for uh, both of the DLCs. And they are tough. I'm really struggling. And I'm not finding matchmaking to get me up out of it. Like, the co-op folks aren't there. So, it's going to be a solo mm. endeavor. Uh, Dishonored 2, still at the end of that, like second last level. So that's embarrassing because that's where I was last year. The Outer Worlds, I'm struggling with. I'm not quite at the end of that. I'm maybe like two thirds through. I'm struggling because... Is that the RPG one? Yeah, this is the Obsidian mm. game. I'm struggling yeah. because it's on the surface level, it's fine to play. But really, like once you start digging in, like those menus, those interfaces, the equipment, everything is just so unintuitive and unplayer friendly and horrible. Mm-hmm. Just horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm struggling with it because I want to enjoy it. Yeah. Um and yeah and Dead Space which we knocked off and had a fantastic time. Hey, really? I feel nice. kind of bad for Dead Space. It's not really getting much of a look in on my game of the year votes, but like it was so good. It's just oh, it's yeah. that year, you know. Look, if it wasn't for <laughs> Resident Evil Four, it would have been claiming more Game of the Year award spots on my list. Yeah. So right, I think let's... it's fine for remakes and remasters to get bumped off, though. I think that's kind of a good sign. That's true. Mm. Zach, can we get a remake slash remaster category next year? Do we, don't we have that? No. There's time. You're too much we, of a coward because your fucking Resident Evil won't get bumped up the list. I, I also would that... like indie game of the year. Oh, wait, we do technically have that, don't we? We've got... But, okay. but like, game of the year indie and then game of the year major as opposed to What's just this? indie game of the year. I don't know. I just feel... I'll, I'll figure it out. Don't yeah, I'm not following it. you there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's a difference. It's the same, same <laughs> thing. Because like, I, I feel bad saying that like I feel like an indie is never going to get 
game of the year. It just oh, gets it, indie game of the year. Yeah, you, you've got two very different. Yeah, yeah like there's a different connotation life. there, right? I yeah. think it depends. I think it depends on the competition. Mm. Well, it's, it's stiff this year. It is stiff. like a I, fucking I, board. Like, like you could you could make an argument in theory that uh, Baldur's Gate is, is indie game of the year, but is game of the year. And I feel like we did have this conversation quite yeah, intensively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Because uh, I think you can't. I think once it enters that bracket of game of the year, I don't think it's fair to then give it both. For example. Hmm. I'm not sure that. No. No. We'll we'll do game of the year discussion anyway. next year. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I want to hear about these uh, pledge vibes. I, I, I want to know about this conversation. Oh no! It was just um. I, I was. Because I jumped on to play, I think it was I was playing Alan Wake at the time, and I saw Nathan was online on the PlayStation playing The Last Guardian. And I sent him a message. I was like, I fucking love that you've actively given up on your pledges to the point where you're just playing other weird random games uh, other now, stuff as in opposed the backlog. to yeah, yeah, exactly. You've, you've created your own little pledge list somewhere else, apparently. <laughs> yeah, um, and I just I thought that that was a very uh, nice turn of events for, for Nathan. Just a complete abandonment. Kind of what we all do, though, right? Because that's why we end up fucking failing all the time. I suppose that is true. Yeah, because we're like, oh, I'm really keen to play this, and then you just get to it, and you're like, nah, nah, nah. yeah. <laughs> Might play Resident Evil Five instead. Like fuck with. It's it's just you and know. six. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, but you played that, so I couldn't. I, I couldn't use that. Did yeah. I really? Oh, yeah. smart. I mean, I'm I'm speaking the obvious to the listener, but we we kind of get caught up with our ambition at the start of the year. You know, <laughs> you you aspire to these games that you know you, you think they should be remarkable in your backlog, and then you sit down and start playing. You go, okay, this wasn't. You know, it's fine. It's not quite what I expected. And then you realise you've signed yourself up for another twenty hours of it. As opposed mm. to a game that you can just sit there with five hours and be like, oh, I'm so glad I ticked that off my backlog. It doesn't count as a pledge. Oh, well. Maybe we need a refund policy then. A refund policy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, see, the thing is, like, with like with mine, like, I look at, like, Pentiment. Like, I want to give that time. like proper. Absolutely. And it's like, I just haven't had been able to give it that time that it needs, that it wants. Yeah, I, have... I can barely play a fucking four-hour Norco, mate. That's it. So, okay, my suggestion for next year is approach pledges with the mindset of the Pringle paradox, mate. Because once you once you pop, you can't stop. If you've if you've got Souls-like games and your pledges, you're gonna finish them. You won't stop halfway through because you ain't coming back. This is true. So just fill yep. up those bad boys with Souls-like. You are gonna finish them by the end of the year. I probably won't even finish one. I'll be barely lucky to beat the first boss. That's it, mate. First but once enemy. you pop, once you pop that first boss, baby, the, uh, oh, that dopamine, do- dopamine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was reading something else on oh? the tab. Uh, yeah, <laughs> can't stop, can't stop. Uh, very good. All right, let's go to James. That's uh, you want to take the yeah, take the, the bit ship, of a Captain? news cycle this week. Uh, what have we got? Last news blast of the year. Um. What is it? Insomniac uh, has been hacked pretty aggressively, it seems like. Uh, so this happened, I guess, earlier today. A ransomware group, um, I think it was last week, they said that they had stolen a bunch of internal documents, including like personal employee information and uh, scans of passports, like really deep cut shit, as well as a bunch of stuff that they were working on and asked for, I think, like the equivalent of $2 million in Bitcoin. Um, and then the, uh, yeah, the time, the, the deadline passed and 
it's out there now. It's just floating around on the internet. It's kind of everywhere. Um, you know, I think we had a bit of a, a spirited conversation about this before recording tonight, but like, you know, I don't think we're super comfortable sharing any of the, the real information that's emerged out of this thing, but, um, Obviously, a lot of in-progress work on, on Wolverine, which has been announced before. Uh, I think every Insomniac game planned up until 2029, maybe. Uh, it's it's More, pretty extensive. Um, mm. And on top of that, apparently, there's also uh, potentially playable builds floating around out there at the moment. Uh, so that this is, is a insane. horrific leak. Nearly two terabytes of data. Um, yeah, yeah. 1.6. Pretty That's bad. Fun. Pretty, this, pretty yeah. bad. This is the kind of hack that's going to put that studio, like that that studio's going to be nervous forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. shouldn't laugh. I don't know how else to respond to that situation. Like, well, no, it's like a nervous laugh, right? You're like, that's just like I, I feel like we are unequipped to handle this level of fuckery being implemented against a company. It's uh, it's pretty rough. There's nothing sacred mm. here. No, God no. I think uh, it's important to cover from a certain level of support. Obviously, not for the hack. Don't be like, yeah, fucking let's go to the hackers. <laughs> but just mm-hmm. that, just to you know, say that this is not good. Like, this is not how we mm-hmm. want these games to be revealed, right? You know, I'm sure there's plenty of people who are like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm glad to see there's X, Y, and Z coming out at X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z date. But you know, for the amount of work that goes into these games and these things, just to have Human it component, mm-hmm. what. Yeah, mm-hmm. like your next ten years of, of of work, just everyone knows like what year. Then there's just no, there's just nothing to look forward to in in a way. Like, mm-hmm. I guess it mm-hmm. does kind of build that other kind of anticipation. Like, oh, when are we going to see this? Um, but you know, I think you know, yeah, it's pretty, it's very shit. Mm-hmm. The other the yeah. other thing that is concerning is how easily they apparently got it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like just how easy they can just go in, go in and get 1.6 fucking terabytes of yeah, data, right. including bills and shit like that. That is, that's concerning. Yeah. Like, because um, we yeah, saw the not fucking around. Yeah, well, we, we we saw the GTA one last year. I think it was oh. early this year. Yeah, no, right. It, it yeah. Was, yeah, I think it was late last year. Now I'm thinking about because I was watching yeah, the like, Lord of the oh Rings Prime series when it happened. Yeah. And that was done through there you Slack, go. apparently. That's how yeah, you measure time. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's so good. I think they got in through Slack, right? I, I yeah, I think so. Is what, is what mm. they said. But this is obviously, they've just got into the actual company's network. Mm. Um, yeah. Huge. Uh, yeah. And yeah, just like the personal documentation, like, you know what people, well, you know you know what gamers can be like. and Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, like some of the uh, response to some of the information that's out there has not been positive. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, it makes you, yeah, like, well, yeah, I mean, you don't want your fucking passport and tax files and no, exactly. all that sort of shit. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just gross. It's really gross. Especially um, not when I've supplied them just to earn a salary. Like, I'm just, uh, like, trying to work exactly, to make Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would, yeah, I mean, I would assume they would have to get all new... Can you even get new tax file numbers? Like, I don't know. Is, is that a thing? Oh, gosh, I don't know how far these things go. I would imagine there are systems in place to like help you out if yeah. that, if that's been done to you. Um, yeah. But fuck, what a, what a horrible thing to have to deal with as well. Like the week before Christmas, like to yeah. to try to get around all this shit while public holidays are going. I just yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. To an extent, it's, yeah. it's a life altering thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, hugely. Yeah. Um, at the very least, like if you're gonna hack this, just leave the 
Just leave the personal shit there. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I, I know exactly what you mean. Or like, you know, if, if, you're, if you're doing this as a means of like proving the validity of your claim that you've got this stuff, like just withhold the personal shit. Like I, I you know, I, I uh, yeah, it's I just, it's, it's a mess. Mm. Well, but, yeah, I, mean, I guess that's it. Um, um, but did they, because uh, I've read some reports that, uh, that this was actually targeted. Like they, I mean, I know of course it's mm. targeted, but like they actually really, like they wanted to attack this studio. Right. Even, okay. Has anyone read why? I've I haven't heard anything about why, that. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I've not seen anything either. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Not no. good. No. Um, yeah. So be careful because there's lots and lots of stuff out there. Apparently. Oh, it's everywhere. Um, yeah. Like Reddit's obviously blowing up with it. Twitter it's, I mean, you can't scroll without seeing it. Um, yeah, I think that the, the, the kind of blurred line of like trying to turn this into capital C content, uh, especially for people in sort of our line of work is, is a bit messy. I think that like the hack is the news. Uh, but I think that if you try to sort of like garner any clicks off of and look at everything we learned, like fuck off, um, Mm. there's no real ethical way of doing that. No, I think the one site that I, that I looked at, I think they did have like a, they had like a small list. They they basically, I think they listed the games that were announced, right? Or that were not announced, but you know, that mm-hmm. were leaked. Yeah. But you could actually, you had to click on a button to actually see it. So it wasn't just right. there. Yeah. Um, oh, hidden still within right, the article. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Tell you what's uh, of, uh, anti-announced yeah. <laughs> is uh, The Last of Us Online. Oh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, sorry, buddy. Shout outs, shout outs to the big man upstairs himself. But um, yeah, no, no more The Last of Us online. Uh, this came from Naughty Dog themselves. Put our statement on their website and on, on Twitter and whatnot. I'm just going to read a little bit of it here. Uh, to release and support The Last of Us online, we'd have to put all of our studio resources behind supporting post-launch content for years to come, severely impacting development on future single-player games. So we had two paths in front of us: become a solely live-service game studio, or continue to focus on single-player narrative games that have defined Naughty Dog's heritage. I said this when Remedy pivoted away from live service as well. Uh, I feel the exact same way now. I'm thrilled. I think this is a great step for Naughty Dog to have made, even if I do lament the loss of, like, you could have just put a little multiplayer mode in Last of Us Part 2 Remaster and called it. You know, it didn't need to be a live service thing necessarily, but... Yeah, yeah. the statement really suggests there's no compromise on this, eh? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's gonna it's be an shoot either for or. the stars or nothing. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. It's 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 if you read the whole kind of timeline, it reads like that they did start making a part two multiplayer, and then it kind of grew. It kind of grew legs, and then mm. Sony were like, "Hmm, yeah, let's go, I mean, that, let's that's go it. live service, right? Yeah. Um, it's that feature creep. It's it's scope that's kind of undoing a lot of studios at the moment. I think. Um, it's yeah. The interesting, there's some cool things in here, but one of the things that I find interesting is I wonder if it was the Bungie review that mm. made them aware of just how much work goes into a live service. Because if they're only realizing now, right, mm-hmm. just how much is actually going into makes a live service game, like surely you would have known that when you were doing like a like a cost risk analysis or whatever, some bullshit kind of thing that that they would do, you know, when they were you know, weighing up this like pitch, right? Or this project, oh, this is going to be, you know, we're going to need X amount of people, for X amount of years, blah, blah, blah. 
mm-hmm. but then to wait to waste like what five yeah three some, three years some nuts. yeah um mm. it's fucked up yeah it's it just seems like we're watching a bubble yeah. burst very slowly you know, uh, around live service games. And I think, I, I wonder if like our external interpretation of the success of those uh, live service games versus internally what certain studios, you know, like you were saying, thought that they would only have to do versus what they'd actually have to do to chase. Like you're never going to get to Fortnite levels, right? But to chase like a successful live service game, that's got to be your game. It, it kind of can't mm. be anything else. Um, and I, I do wonder like, like Last of Us is a is a it's a big IP, right? But is this the IP that people would fucking commit to a like a like a live service game? I wouldn't think. Other so. than like yeah, other than like the big hardcore. Mm. Like I'm sure we'd probably play play it. I guess the prominence of the show would cause executives to suspect there's something there. Yeah. Mm. I think they maybe were aiming to fill in a niche that wasn't kind of met with a live service game already because we see a lot of like i don't know battle royales or shooters or those sort of things but i think what they were what they were aiming for maybe isn't seen as much in that space so maybe it would have Mm -hmm. its own kind of appeal but yeah i think on name brand alone the last of us live service game doesn't really yeah doesn't inspire Mm. excitement at least from me Agreed. Hmm. I mean, I would have been. Oh, won't find yeah. out now, eh? It's fucking gone. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but it, it is. It is very cool that they're going back to. Well, they're focusing prime. You know, they're putting all their eggs into the single player basket. Uh, yeah, I just hope it's yeah. something new. Um, well, I think they. Know. I think one of them is new, right? Okay. Isn't it? Did we hear that? Is that a thing? I think they just said multiple exciting single player. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I mean, like Projects. previously, though, like, I, I think don't... previously we've they've said they're working on a on a new IP. No, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but this, the, like the the other quick part of this is it kind of I get the feeling that this is not the full extent. This is not the kind of game that they wanted to make. Like yeah. this was a this is a Sony mandate that this has now got to be a live service game. And there's actually uh, I know that we were just talk, talking about leaks online but there is actually there was a screenshot uh floating around uh online of um of last of us online mm-hmm. i mean I, also i think there's a difference between if, if you're a developer who's worked on something for a couple of years and it gets canned and you put out a couple of screenshots for it like yeah you've broken your own nda but that's not the same as like hacking it and stealing yeah, data from another company no. so I'm, I'm more than happy to share that that, that sort of stuff um yeah i was just trying to actually find it uh, yeah, I've actually, actually I'd, I'd not seen it. I, I'd only heard about it was here, but it was posted on Reset Era. Uh, I'm looking at it now. I'll I'll link it to you in the Discord for you, so we can kind of chat it quickly. Very is there very a battle pass screen? <laughs> you know there is, baby. Imagine getting cosmetic skins for a golf club. Like that's that's Oof. where we're at. <laughs> the Last of Us is a brand. Don't worry about the. I think oh, the writing just, just occurred to me the impact of what James has just said. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> so we're looking at a at a potential potential uh, like loading menu screen. Got it. Sorry, yeah, loading, okay. Uh, menu screen here. We've got lobby. We've got study. We've got bunk. We've got battle pass. We've got store, and then we've got ready up. And you got mode. Um, and it just says survivor solos. I'm 
uh, season one, week two, stash thief, and then there's like a jobs board button. Mm. Um, kind of looks pretty run of the mill. Very David. A whole lot of nothing. Yeah. 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 So, and there you can see in the top right there, there's cash. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Check that out if, if you're interested in that. Bummer. Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> um, PS5 Pro potentially on the way next year sometime. Um, so this has been, I guess, floating around a few circles, but uh, Jeff Grubb has has weighed in and given it a bit more credence, I guess. Um, seemingly going to be using proprietary new tech that is going to use machine learning to upscale images and allow for greater visual fidelity. I think this is like the, um, was it DLSS uh, something or other? Yeah, yeah. AI upscaling. Yes, it's yeah, great. exactly. It's good, good um, yeah, Groff, uh, Groff, Grob uh, did say that he thought it would still, based on the specs he understands it will have, it might still struggle to do 60 FPS 4K though. And that's kind of my sticking point where I'm like, if we can't do that yet, then don't give me a new one of these because my current one is great. It's fine. Like the PS5, I feel like we haven't really seen its its full legs yet, right? Um, I, I don't necessarily need another $700 machine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do, do you guys want to... A PS5 no, Pro? This this, yeah. this gen this gen does not need a PS5 Pro. At least yeah. not yet. Not um, yet. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely not. But for me, it's simply the features, right? Like, I can't even take advantage of what my PS5 has because I don't have the TV suitable. I can't use very right. refresh rates, 120 hertz, none of that. So I'm I'm immediately a customer that's out of out of that mm-hmm. sphere. Yeah, I agree. But, but it's also you know we we had what we had the fucking uh the what's the right word shortage of like ps5s like so it's only been like what two like maybe a couple of years since people have been able to actually get them if relatively easily yeah. mm-hmm. uh we still have really seen many fucking games like first party yeah um that have yep. really utilized the tech so it's like it's, no this like, is a- why Something else that Jeff brings up on his podcast was um, the idea that Xbox would be uh, ramping up for potentially the next Xbox in 2025, I think, Um, which sounds bonkers to me because like there's like for what? Like you you can't even Mm. put out a full slate of current games for your Series X. Like correct me if I'm wrong, but Mm. does Jeff Grubb tend to just piss in the wind and hope that he hits occasionally? Because I hear a lot of headlines of Jeff Grubb says this, Jeff Grubb says that, and then occasionally one mm-hmm. will hit, and then it'll be like, oh, he's such a messiah. <laughs> this is my understanding of, of his contributions as well. Like, I, I part of me, I, I think I sympathize with the idea that if you are deeply entrenched in behind-the-scenes development talk, and you do know some things, and you allude to those things, and then things shift, and so a Metroid Prime trilogy doesn't get announced three years in a row... Sure. Maybe that's just kind of like how mm. it's, it's ended up for you. Um, but I do often feel like I see his name attached to quite a lot of this stuff. And like you said, it's very, very mis-mis-hit um, yeah. with, with sort of what's yeah. going on there. Um, but I think the whole like insider personality thing is just a bit of a, it's just a bit of a nothing. Um, it's, it's real weird, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's just like, and like you said, it's like you'll walk past someone that briefly mentions something and you'll be like inside scoop. Let's get that out there. Yeah. It's like maybe wait just a second until it's more quantifiable and then throw it out into the world. But mm-hmm. anyway, we could get off on another complete mm-hmm. topic, but yeah. Yeah. On you, Jeff Grubb. Grubby. Grubbins. 
Australian mm. mobile game of the year. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I'm, I, okay. There's a sad one I need to get out of the way so we can sort of like just shit all over the whatever comes next. Um, but Remedy actor uh, James McCaffrey has actually passed away today. Uh, 65 years old, uh, lost his battle with cancer. Uh, this is the guy who played Max Payne. He played director Trench in Control and he also played Alex Casey in Alan Wake 2. Uh, so this is a, a huge loss for Remedy. I think that that is a studio that knows how to celebrate in forefront performances. And I absolutely love that. And it's a shame that such an iconic part of their history has um, has unfortunately passed away today. So, big rip. And sad. not that it's not that it's at all, uh, you know, that's the loss of life that is the the big thing. And you know, mm. but he he does leave quite the legacy behind him, particularly at like Alex Casey. His his mm. most recent work is, I thought he was fantastic in in Alan Wake too. So at least he yeah he certainly leaves behind a lot to. It's, a it's a legacy for sure. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. I, I fell in love with uh, the Casey character like immediately when I started playing Alan Wake yeah. 2 as well. I was like, oh, this dude is a fucking creep. Like a little sicko weirdo yeah. boy. I love him. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's and, and obviously Max Payne is... like It's weird because I, I know that they use... um uh what's old mate's name uh sam, sam like yeah sam Lake's face right is for max Payne and for alex casey but um that those performances are very much in the voice it's, it's in the, the projection um and i, I loved trench in in control um it, yeah just just a a, a a real shame real shame yep mm. uh I can't pivot out of death well so uh let's let's okay. say that there's gonna be a death stranding movie i was Almost on the money with that this. was an attempt. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was, I, yeah. yeah, that was very unlucky because that's that, I'd pretty much give that right. I mean, I don't know who if the characters are in it. Well, I mean, that, but... there's no Guillermo del Toro attached. There's no actors from uh, the thing attached. But hopefully, we'll we'll get there. But yeah, A24 and Kojima are teaming up for the Death Stranding uh, film. I. I think I read somewhere it's not going to be like a direct one-for-one adaptation. It's just a, a some sort of set in Death Stranding. I don't know how the I don't know how that works. Death Stranding is is its characters, um, but you know I'm I'm very open to it. I think it's cool that Kojima's finally getting to fiddle around with the camera. Yeah. Has anyone told Hammerstone that they're no longer attached to who's Hammerstone? Death Stranding. The, the studio that they originally announced was going to be in oh. partnership with Kojima Productions on the movie. And then they were just like, it's A24. And I was like, fucking hold on a second. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. Yeah. But brutal. Yeah. A, yeah. A24 certainly seems like a, a, a decent fit. Oh, for, you know Kojima's yeah. happy with that. Death, death Stranding. Oh, yeah. 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 And A24 have said recently that they want to make more franchise-y kind of media. I think they've realize that they need to make money at some point this is the tone of that uh press release um but but i tell you what what a good uh a good place to dip your toe into established franchises if you are a24 you don't want to you don't want to be like fuck yeah transformers let's go cars shooting at each other you're going into some weird conceptual bullshit i would actually like a24's transformers though that sounds okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm I'm not opposed to this (laughs) it'd be weird yeah it'd be more engaging than Fucking old mates well, Transformer films. Oh, come Fuck on me. now. Come on now. Don't. No. Don't oh, I will. <laughs> fucking... Transformers is great. Which one? With Callisto yeah. Protocol in it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in it. I love Callisto <laughs> Protocol. What a great actor. Uh, Zach, do Megan you, you uh, foresee oh. a, a VHS episode on this? Excited? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, hopefully a review. 
Ah, yeah. Premiere even. We can, we can we go. Love, we love film reviews at Well Played. We do. Once as much as we love TV reviews. Um, what else have I got? Shadow of the Erd Tree, uh, which is the uh, very long in development, massive DLC apparently for Elden Ring. Um, is that there was a like a time controller? It seems like this thing is likely going to drop on the second anniversary of Elden Ring, so that puts it at the end of February, basically. Um, which you know I think would be nice timing for it. Uh, it must be huge at this point. Um, that is wild. Two years, two years after the game released. Yep, absolutely That's insane. Nuts. Yeah. I can't wait to see what they've been making. The uh, the controller leak also might point to like a second release later in the year, so it's potentially going to be two DLCs, uh, which is in keeping with what they've done with the Dark Souls franchise. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess guess we'll find out. Very excited for more. I really love that they've they dropped an image. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. I, like, I that's, remember when that's that happened. It was like 11.30 on a random Tuesday night for us, and, and they were like, yep. here's a splash image. We're working on some DLC. Cheers. And they just fucked off for a year and a half. Um, and they've not said a single other no. thing about it. It's awesome. It's the best. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a big fan. Big fan. Speaking of people that Huge. are big fans of things, Zach, you want to you wanna talk about this last one? Uh, just very, very quickly. Nothing really much to share, but uh, Revolution, Studio, uh, Revolution Software, sorry, who are developers of Broken Sword. Um, shout outs to for announcing six this year, my boys. They um, put out a little tweet just saying that uh, if you want, uh, on, what, what, did he, what did the tweet say exactly? I'll read it to you. It's right here. Uh, With so many of you expressing a desire for a Broken Sword Collector's Edition, we're now exploring whether this is something this community truly wants. And they've got like a uh, that says, and if enough of you do, then we'll go ahead and make it basically. And there's a Kickstarter link that you can basically uh, uh, like pre-save the kickstarter so this is for i believe uh sorry this is for the uh shadow of the templars reforged so the remake the the re- remaster sorry sorry um that's the 4k remaster that's coming in early 2024 uh no other details about what it includes what it well uh when it goes live but yeah i would assume it must go live soon maybe after hmm. once everyone's cashed up from all their christmas money from their nans so we'll um we'll find out there you go there you go. Love Nance. Love Nance. I'm gonna have a look at it and see what's going on, and maybe, maybe I'm not. I'm not normally a big collector's edition man, so. But this, this might, uh, this might, just you know. So if you might... panned around the room, there wouldn't be Galahad fighting a fucking wolf man. There is actually right there, and Anna sent me a message today. She goes, "Oh." I was at work. She goes, I think, so I think we might have to, might have to keep your door closed. And I was like, okay. I thought maybe because it's near the, you know, it's like, it's near the road now. So it's, you know, the traffic can be a little bit loud. Mm. And she, I was like, oh, why? And she's like, oh, this is full of junk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got to keep up appearances. Savage. Um, yeah. Cool. That there is, I think that's pretty much it for the, for the new. Yeah, I think so. I saw a random headline that, uh, oh, what are they? Uh, old Obsidian, as in New Vegas era Obsidian, actually pitched to Bethesda, like some uh, spinoffs of Fallout and Skyrim, or um, the Elder Scrolls. And uh, Bethesda said, fuck off. Um, which I think is very funny that they uh, couldn't embrace the success of, of New Vegas. Bet, bet they regret that. I, I bet they do. And Oof. they're now 
uh, when was this? Is this back, back, back? Oh yeah, like way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think I did hear, hear this. Uh, the other very, very, very quick news piece, not even news piece, but if you are interested at all in checking out uh, any of the time splitters, mm. uh, sorry, sorry, the uh, cancelled time splitters images and artwork and stuff that um yeah that's they've actually it looks like they've been given permission to put those up on their portfolios and stuff like that mm-hmm. so there's a ton of imagery uh going out there i've not seen it at all but i've seen bits and pieces of it uh, it looks pretty looks pretty cool it's got a little bit of uh bit of your mate about it james a little bit of Fortnite. bit of Fortnite. Uh, i thought that too when i saw it yeah a yeah. little bit of a little bit of yeah yeah fucking embrace uh, it man Oh yeah, can we just fucking can we have have a second to talk about these guys? There's an okay. There's an article that I read today that normally I'd be like, mm-hmm. it's by uh, Luke Plunkett and the team at Aftermath, mm. um, but they basically put out a thing that that said the workers in the the workers shouldn't be the one that are paying for uh, the executives' fuck ups, right? It just yeah. says that you know that these uh, we live in well, not live, but, you know, this industry is very much like punish the workers than the actual people responsible for these bad mm-hmm. decisions, right? You know, um, you know, at this time of year, we've got, you know, I think Embrace's lives are close to a thousand people this year. Yeah. Um, out of like, what, the 10,000? That's that's 10% of the layoffs across the industry have come from Embracer, uh, which is fucked. And it just, it's yeah, nuts. I mean, yeah. and it's true, like, you know, these, it talked about Lars Wingledorf, or whatever his name is, um, and how he like wined and dined these uh, executives in his like fancy schmancy fucking house with a private mm. chef and a private jet and shit like this. And it's just like there are families that have been basically they had their lives decimated or their yeah. livelihoods, yeah, decimated like at mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, and you're just fucking, you know, you've just gone out and bought all this fucking shit. No, we'll just worry about it later. Um, yeah. And I think there were, I don't know if this is the line exactly, but the line was basically, if you're banking on a big investment from Saudi Arabia, it's not good business or something to that mm. effect, right? Like, you know, um, yeah. Anyway, yep. fucking Embracer. I think it's, yeah. it's interesting how Embracer a couple of years ago were kind of seen as this like, oh yeah, they're bringing back all of the games that we, that like we savior. really have been yeah, have been pining for, or they're they're bringing on board all of these developers that don't have a home, and then it just kind of slowly turned of them being like, okay, you're buying a lot of shit, we're not seeing a great deal of output, and now they're just this giant conglomerate bullshit company that just gobble up talent and then just shit them out the other end with nothing to show for it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's such a... Yeah, it's a it's an interesting tale from start to where we are. Yeah. Well, I think that at one point they had like over a hundred unannounced games or something like that in the works, right? I think that. Was yeah, a, I remember like a seeing headline or something like that. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Um, it's fucking ridiculous. But it's like you know, James. I think he said it last week. But this is why we don't like acquisitions and consolidation, right? Because this is mm-hmm. what happens. Sure, you know the people yep. who sell the company. You know they you know they get a few bucks, but this happens to the workers, you know, and then then we lose these franchises. They fucking end up dead in some embrace of fucking vault. Yeah, they're, they're in a vault sort of. now. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to, yeah, like, mm. um, it, it's, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a neat little piece because it talks about like how it's clearly not the economy that's fucked this. It's actually just mm-hmm. you being shit at your fucking jobs has basically fucked this 
the company. Yeah. I really anyway. hope at some point somebody writes a proper investigative piece about the, like every facet of what's happened this year, like the, the economic turn that's inspired it, the leadership that's caused it. Like I, I would like a holistic understanding of where the industry is at because it can't be this successful and this terrible at the same time, you know? Well, it's the, it's the um, media industry with the greatest revenue. So it's only, I, mm. I would hope it's only a matter of time before that story is told. Yeah. Supposedly, uh, in this piece, they did say that when they actually announced the layoffs, the share prices went up. Oh, of course. Just that mm, natural. Which is, yeah. which is fucking disgusting. But very, very, very quickly, before we move on to off-topics, because I think, feel like this is something we've got to just, just we'll, we'll breeze through it, because it is a very entertaining piece. And this is the little expose that was on the day before, fantastic. Uh, it's in Russian, but obviously you can get Google to, to, to uh, translate it. But this is a Russian website. Uh, I ixbt games and there's a video as well if you speak russian um but uh there's this is a very 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 interesting read um and as uh, nathan said now slack it to kind of uh fills a lot of holes in the story but essentially like the tldr of it is that these brothers are f- just fuckwits from um reports super controlling which we've we knew that from a couple of other previous reports that didn't kind of blow up to this scale was that the brothers were very controlling. They had, um, you know, any kind of edit that went, uh, that had to be done, like they would have to approve it. Any dis- any design choice was made by them. Ideas were, were being brought to them by, uh, you know, de- developers. And they were like, no, like we know what mm. the people want kind of thing. Uh, make it like, you know, Call of Duty or whatever. Uh, make it like the division, uh, but yeah, it just talks about why there's like fucking all these uh, parody like high end brands because they want it to, to have like this like uh, luxury feel to it or something like that. Uh, talks about how people like crunched for fucking ages and ages, and then as soon as they like days bit, with no weekends, yeah. Jesus, they like no like couldn't even go home. There's like things where they like they talk about how I'll try and find some of the. Um, Maybe I can jump in just to f- further that point. <clears throat> so in this article, it's also reported that uh, if anyone was to complain or create any kind of processes that the brothers didn't like, it, therefore, if it wasn't an outright fireable offence, which I mean it usually wouldn't be, right? It's a suggestion. Uh, typically, that person would then be put in a state where they were bound to fail. An example is given that they, were, you know, someone would be put as the head of a team that they're not equipped for, given a deadline that's unreasonable within a week. They fail to meet that deadline, they're laid off. These staff were pulled from regional and rural areas where game development was kind of an aspirational thing, right? This they didn't go to hubs, they didn't go to known developers they didn't go hunting down developers that would have any experience in the industry that would know that this treatment's not right so they would yeah they would go to the regions in russia and stuff like that they would find people that wouldn't probably have an opportunity to get into AAA game dev problems in the world and then shortly after when things get tough they would fire them and then rehire them three months later this is a way to get around you know uh russian employment laws and stuff like that so keep hiring and refiring them kind of like basically dumping someone during probation but then bringing them on to give them another probation so this is a way that they're able to exert power on their employees which is fucking wild it is that that like that part where they were like they basically fired them with the offer to come back in like within three months if they couldn't get another job or whatever which of course uh, and then it, they're going to take yeah. right because these are people with no other opportunities 
Um, That's so gross. So this, so this is uh, this is a little uh, chapter, if you want to call it, of this thing. It's called the beginning of a nightmare, and it says during the development of another fantastic project, Prop Night, the developers were locked in the office for weeks. The go to go to Sevs or the brothers were proud of this approach. And this is in quotes. All people were sorry. All people are already wearing winter jackets on the streets, but we left the office in t-shirts and shorts. This is how game should be made. Uh, people did not spend the night at home, did not have access to a shower, and did not always have time to eat. True, back then the brothers were closer to the people. At least Edward was closer. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, here we go. This is this is this is really good. Uh, the fantastic sorry, the fantastic studio also made serious software. This is obviously translated, so that's why it might sound a bit like it's written by a fucking child. Um, the fantastic studio also made serious software in 2021. They announced the creation of Continent Virtual Office, which was closed three days after the first closed beta test. Uh, let's dig a little deeper. According to the developers, the fantastic content was first created for use within the studio, but then the employees realized the potential of the product and wanted to release it to the mass market. It could turn out to be a Russian analog of Zoom, Teams, or Google Meetup. And it seemed that everything was not in vain. Various areas of Russian business became interested in the product. During the pandemic and remote work, this would be a salvation for many employees throughout Russia. Uh, the terms of the deals have already been discussed. Uh, but in 2022, uh, as begun, the sanctions have fallen on the country and the brothers make a strong-willed decision. Uh, they refuse to work with Russia and decide to go to the world market. They're not interested in Russian contracts. It is important for them to establish themselves in the civilized world. Uh, as a result, Continent Finished Product was simply closed, um, but no one was interested in buying it. So they fucking, that's why they bloody shut up shop. Um, so it says here, the, this is about now about the day before, the brothers had uh, Neopolinic, is that how you say that? Neopolinic? Uh, the original yeah. size of the map was four times larger than the one we saw at the release. It had to be a huge location where there were no transitions, no teleportations. Uh, one day, crowds of zombies. Trailers were collected on levels uh, that didn't even make it into the game. The video from NVIDIA, which demonstrated the capabilities of ray tracing, is a separate build created specifically for recording a trailer. It has nothing in common with the final product or because over time, the greens began to doubt the existence of the product. So I'm assuming that means NVIDIA doubted the existence of the product. Correct. Um, the brothers, <laughs> the brothers ordered the developers to make at least some semblance of cool graphics in order to convince NVIDIA to gain support. Um, uh, more of the project was developed for a few years as a single-player project until the brothers shocked everyone with the news that they're making an MMO. Uh the jump mechanics, according to the creators of the day before, were redone 50 times. The tablet with the map appeared a few months before the release, after the GoToSofts played Stalker and saw the PDA. It worked there. It will, it will, it will work in our game. Um, the art department workers told us two months before the game's release, they received the task of repainting the city so that it looked like Marvel's, so that it looked, looked like the city in Marvel Spider-Man 2. Um, Lamborghini and Bugatti, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton bags, Rolex watches, all these things present because they wanted to give it luxury. Um, there was no point in arguing with the Gutierrez. Impute employees were, immediate, were immediately fired, fired. Sometimes they acted even more interestingly. This is a truly sadistic way of bullying. The person who dared to contradict them was appointed head of the department, given any possible task and an unrealistic deadline and fired as soon as they fell behind the schedule. Uh, why didn't the people not, not leave? They, yeah, they, they recruited people from those provinces. 
Um, testing of the game only began in 2023, at the beginning of 2023. Believe that. Uh, and this was done, <laughs> and this was done with the help of five people. Yeah, yeah. This Tes- is brutal. had to spend, testers had to spend hours, uh, spent dozens of hours walking around the map looking for problem areas, bugs, and performance drops. Since there was no time to optimize the models closer to the release, they were simply deleted. That's why the city is so empty. Um, the, z- the zombie hordes also had to be abandoned. It turned out that the server, that the server simply could not withstand such a load. So here, uh, at the last moment, they had to optimize the number of zombies. Uh, yeah. And they didn't stress was, test the servers before launch at they all. They didn't stress test the servers. The one thing I will say about this that I am pleased to hear somewhat, given the context of all this bullshit mm. here, or, you know, that they've done, but it does say that, that they never use volunteers to work on the day before. Do you want to? Do you want to tell it, us why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because um, so, I don't know if this I'm is trying... as good as you're making it out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know, but I mean, at least the game wasn't made with fucking volunteers. But it feels like it was made with fucking slaves. Um, but well, basically, yeah, right. Um, I can't find the quote, but it, essentially, it's like any volunteer that asked to be on the day before was basically fucking booted out because they were like paranoid about leaks stuff like that um uh the day before we manually cleaned the list of servers i'm just fucking that's just before you move on there so the volunteers were redirected they were you know given promises of the day before they were put on prop night so that they there was no security issues about them blabbing Yeah. yeah uh and then um there's something it was a really not 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 cool thing but it was like we wrote hotfixes ourselves they were not allowed to release hotfixes for a long time because Dr. Disrespect was playing the game. That fucked me up, dude. So do you understand the significance of that? So on the on, oh, when the yeah. game launched and it had all these issues, they had patches yeah. ready to go. They couldn't roll out the patches because it meant taking the game down, but they were like, fuck, Dr. Disrespect is streaming. We're going to get some purchases out of this. Like, this is... like right, That's right. fucking a, a bizarre, right? Like, they yeah, didn't want to turn off I mean. that attention valve because they'd have to basically stop Dr. Disrespect's stream to update the game. But that's effectively, uh, yeah. Yeah, there was one more thing, but oh, yes. Yeah. So actually, this I found very interesting. Um, uh, oh, where is it? I'm trying to find thing about my toner. Because we, you know, because we said that. Um, oh, they, that they were shocked and basically said, you know, let's just put this thing out. This is irredeemable. Yeah, so they sent in specialists. Apparently, one of the quotes that they said to the employees was, that "If you don't want to try and do as we say, go to my tone and make mobile phones." Yes, or, or um, the translation's off there. Make mobile phone games. I saw that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's uh, so. It says here, closer to November, my tone decided to check how their AAA product was doing. <laughs> the publisher was horrified when they saw the state of the project and sent specialists, experienced developers from their own department, to help. Those um, after what they saw in the dungeons of Fantastic reported to the top of the project uh, sorry reported to the top that the project should be released as is there was nothing to save and an additional year of development would, would not give any guarantees the game would be brought to fruition so basically just my toner went in and were like this is fucked mm. um, I'm kind of almost sympathetic wh- to that perspective too like it's just and that's why <laughs> that, that's why I do reckon I do think that they they closed this I mean obviously other reasons but they closed the studio and they were like, fuck this. Like they got, they sold 200,000 copies, a hundred thousand pretty much being refunded. Pro- probably more now. Probably more it's now, like, yeah. there's literally nothing. There's no money here. There's nothing. There's no point. Mm. In... Anyway, 
Uh, you can go and read it. It's uh, it's going around the web. Well, so it's you still, can, you can it, find it's out. still kind of oh. a developing story. The fact that as the days go by, we're still hearing more and more. So mm. who knows yeah, what we'll have in the next year, right? It's very, very, very interesting because it says like the like the developers were pretty keen, sorry, pretty confident they could fix a bunch of the issues, right, mm. and get this game. The actual, yeah, the actual coders what, and, and the actual yeah, yeah the, than the what press. it was. Mm. But the brothers were just like yeah. lost cause, pulled the cord. First reasonable decision off, made much. about it. <laughs> but there is there is one other thing, and I'm trying to find the quote for it because there's one other thing that is here we go sorry i found it uh but sorry the the brothers did not did not prepare the employees anyway did not communicate with them did not find out whether it was realistic to bring the product up to a clearly playable state but this does not mean that the brothers have given up employees of the former fantastic began to receive personal offers to work on a new mobile game one of the workers from fantastic has even agreed to the offer so the implication here so, being that the the brothers are back onto the next scheme, starting probably starting at the grassroots, get a few mobile titles out like they did last time, and shoot for the stars. There you go. Anyway, it's a it's a very very interesting read, and should go check yeah. it out. Let's get off topics. Let's 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 end on a high. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, James, what do you got for two oh. thousands film of the week, baby? Uh, yes. All right. Super duper quick. Uh, I think you'll, someone will hopefully be able to get this. A champion high school cheerleading squad discovers its previous captains stole all their best routines from an inner city school and must scramble to compete at this year's championships. Oh. Bring it, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it on. Uh, Sitting on a 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. Big Kirsten Dunst. Big Liza Dushku. Jamie? Jamie Presley? Uh... No, she's in another no. team movie that that parodies pretty on. There you go. There you go. Love that movie. Shout great, out. great film. Go watch it. You can currently watch it on SBS now for free. There you go. Um, the, I remember uh, enjoying the, uh, Bring It On. Like that was something that yeah, I'd catch. It's a fun movie. I'd catch on commercial yeah, television. I'd, yeah, I'd stick through the whole thing. It's great. Yeah. What's the rotten score? Uh, 65%, which I think is criminally okay. low. Deserves hey, more okay. than that. Just, just a real quick tangent in our off topics. Is this wild? But there's a there's another Mean Girls coming out, right? It's just like it's just mm-hmm. Mean Girls again. It's got like uh, it's got Tina Fey. Is that what's going on there? Yes, it's a it's a, a remake slash uh, adaptation of the stage musical. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's oh, getting yeah. weird. Right, cool. Yes. Uh, I thought there was, or was that an ad or something with them in there? But they were the mums or something. Yeah, it's uh, it's sure. a whole thing. Okay. Don't read uh, Mean Girls, James? Oh, the original? Huge fan. Huge okay, fan. Cool. I think the new one, I saw the trailer for it and I was like, okay. It's like how I felt watching the trailer for the new Gossip Girl. It's like, not for me. Not okay. remotely for me. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did watch Leaving the World Behind, I think is what it's called. Yep. That film on Netflix with Julie Blue, Roberts. Sam, yeah, the Sam uh, Esmail film. Ethan Hawke. It's the Mr. Robot, dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Very, very slow. Very slow. Well, so I think it's based on a novel. I think it is. Or something else. It's based on something, but I'm pretty sure it's a book. Um, it very, very interesting. Very kind of captivating. Even though it was a real slow burn. Um, hated the ending though. So. <laughs> mm, a slow burn topped off with a shit ending because never a great combo, is it? 
Well, mm. it just, I yeah, spoilers wise, obviously yeah. I don't want to you know, say much, but just yeah, I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's what you want to feel at the end of a, a Sound, movie. Sounds oh. like a Netflix film. <laughs> That I've spent. Well, it is a Netflix film. I know. Um, <laughs> oh right, sorry, sorry. Um, two hours and twenty minutes. So really, Oof. yeah. <sighs> it is like it is. There's long. There's parts of that film where you're like, this could have just been cut, bro. Yeah, I don't love that. Uh, yeah, especially mm-hmm. where we, you know, finished right. Because um, it kind of starts to get going, and then it just well, that's it. Just ends. And you're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit mm-hmm. but cool interesting nonetheless cool. anybody else got anything Adam what have you been watching mate uh, hi Adam from well played here I watched Godzilla minus one oh and it fucking bangs Key and I nice. absolutely loved it to death it's um it pivots very hard away from the is it universal or whoever whoever's doing the crap. <laughs> the monsterverse shit yeah, yeah. like i don't right. dislike those godzilla films at all i think there's they they're good this very much feels like true godzilla like he actually seem he, like he's a threat like he's mm. scary like when you see him on screen you feel uneasy cuz you know he's just stomping the shit through 1940s uh, Japan, like it's it's awesome, and the the human characters instead of being insufferable, Whippa! Jordan, sorry, um, I actually it's enjoy. Actually like I this week, so thank you. I uh, yeah, I actually enjoyed the characters and wanted to to see them succeed. So big ups for Godzilla minus one. It's a really good time. Very nice. I I'm very excited for it. I guess I can. You'll enjoy it. <clears throat> neatly pivot off of that and say that I've uh, re-upped my Apple TV Plus subscription and I guess uh, the one thing I've been watching on there over the week is uh, Monarch Legacy of Monsters Nice. so that is the Monsterverse King Kong Godzilla. My understanding though is like it's the good version of the Monsterverse is what I've heard it's ve- well I don't know what you mean by that but it's very much like it's got characters from those movies and stuff like that like okay. it's very much tied into that franchise it's very much a sequel to those films but is it good it's popcorn junk food like I okay. honestly don't think it's good if you watch it to like pay attention to it but there's background noise totally fine <laughs> it's got some really cool set pieces um, okay. the Russells like you, you got Russell's father and son they're entertaining most of the it is like Italian? it is like ninety percent of that t- human stuff to the ten percent monsters though, and it's still they are still kind of annoying, censored most of the time. Like most of the characters okay. are still annoying pricks. So it's still got all the issues of the monster verse, but it's as I say, like at least you can watch it like mm-hmm. on the background. It's not like you have to go to a cinema yeah. to watch it. So it's fine. Okay. Because I, I found see... the MonsterVerse movies, like, increasingly unwatchable. Um, like, just not even fun trash, just trash. Okay. Um, so, I'm hoping this is at least... It was far better than better. the second Godzilla film, because that was fucking painful. Oh, um, this, yeah. this treads a lot closer to the one that I enjoyed the most, which was Kong Skull Island. And it very much... It, <gasps> I it love starts Kong off, Skull <laughs> It starts off in Kong Skull Island, which okay, is cool. excellent. So Very good, very yeah. good. Which of the MonsterVerse movies has Millie Bobby Brown the as second the most Godzilla. insufferable person? That's the second and third. 
Yeah. Uh, King of Holy Monsters shit. is atrocious. Um, she is <laughs> dreadful in that film. I can't it's, even remember the third film. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Uh, Kong. Third film was, yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong, which she is also in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she goes on a little elevator ride or whatever the fuck. God, what an she, awful movie. She does. Yeah, my brain yeah. completely blanked it. Do you know, those movies have pulled Rebecca Hall into their gravity, and I don't understand because that's a real actress. Like, uh-huh. she is a proper performer. And what is she doing in here? I, I guess get the check, but, you know. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get that, that bread. Yeah. That's it. Godzilla had my mate in it. Big Carl Chandler. Fucking love Carl Chandler. Yeah, I liked not. Godzilla. The first one. Yeah, with yeah. BC in it. Who? Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah, big Brian Cranston. Yeah, big, uh, big Lizzie Olsen as well. Yeah. She was in it. Um, but, uh, Nathan, did you see that the new season of Slow Horses is on Apple TV? Well, obviously, with me having re upped my subscription, I'm up to date on it, aren't I? And I won't. I haven't seen it. Okay, good. Okay, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Like, I like it a lot more than second season. Like second season was okay, fine. Cool. It was, but it was kind of had that sophomore slump. This is like back on the thrill, like right from episode yeah. one, right from the start. I mean, this excellent. is my Christmas period watch. So yeah, I just wish that we had all the apps. I'm having to go week by week. There's like four apps out or something. Oh, right. But it's definitely okay, well, yeah, back to the heights of season one for me. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Awesome. Stuff. Very good. All right. Anything else we want to talk about before I just, we one oh, tiny thing, off. one rapid fire question? I just want a oh, yes or no, fine. and then we can move on from this. Eighty-five dollars, no shipping. Three D dot game heroes on PS3. Do I do it or not? Oh no! <laughs> no. no. Sorry, <laughs> I don't like these answers. All right, wait, never mind. Let's move on then. <laughs> you are what is it, well sorry? past the time that that would have been a good purchase. <laughs> 3D uh, heroes for 80, 85 bucks or whatever. Eighty five bucks, yeah. There, I mean, there was one I saw for fifty, but I don't trust it. Absolutely, that's not. one of those games where the the value is just so inflated due to scarcity. That game is not worth mm. that. <laughs> okay. Mm. So what you're saying is, follow my heart. No, no, James, that's not what we I said. Can, how right. are we to judge? We've got like board game habits and stuff. We this is true. Spend money yeah. like it's play Shh. fun. Yeah. I might add it to my pledges list. A real triple down situation. Oh, Ooh, my God. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you. That's all I needed. Thanks, James. See you in 2024, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, shall we call it? Actually, no, I'm very, very excited. The uh, very, very one last quick, quick thing. To see out the year. Band I'm, band I'm super keen on announced their album's coming out in March. So I'm uh, very, very keen What's for that. What's the band? What's the band, mate? <laughs> band is Floya. I'm keen. I'm excited. You spell that for me. F L O Y A. Floya. Okay. Floya. I'll check them out. You've checked them out. You didn't really love them, but. Ah. Can always try again. You like them, you know. You gave them a thumbs up, but, you know. Ah, oh, but like an unenthusiastic one. <laughs> yeah, you liked it. Was, it, it, didn't it was just being polite. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Alrighty. Uh, let's call it. Let's call. That's, that's how we're going to wrap up 2023, yeah? Yep. What Unless a great year it's been for well played, though, eh? Oh. Yeah, it has. And thank you. Thank you, everyone, for jumping in and checking out the Well Played DLC podcast. It's been a pleasure, as always, to treat your ears with our beautiful voices. And shout outs to Big Steel Series for making it sound even better at the back end of the year. Um, the return date, you ask? Good question. I would say. 
the Tuesday in January. Fuck, he's just chucking the dart at the wall with this one. <laughs> if I'm a betting yeah. man, yeah, I'd say about the 16th of January sounds sounds about right. Okay. Um, yeah. That's just in time for a bunch of embargoes to lift, actually. So, hmm. Me recovering so from I'd, a jet lag. Yeah, I'd say that. But, you know, check out on the socials. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll announce it when we're back. Uh, but next year we may, may, I don't want to hold it to us yet, but may hit... Uh, be hitting on the video uh, potties weekly, or more often than not. Oh, what a treat! On, uh, dep- yeah, mm, I'm gonna have to, to like do us, my you know, hair and put clothes on. Get it as because <laughs> that isn't happening yet. I love that Zach announces that while his hair is an absolute fucking bird's <laughs> nest. So that's that's great. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you very very much for your support this year. It's been amazing. You're amazing. Have an amazing Christmas. Uh, hopefully Santa comes down the chimney for you nice. and drinks your milk and then fucks off with some presents um, that are already under the tree. So, I don't know. <laughs> the moving parts of that were incredible. Amazing grace. Amazing shout-outs. Have a good year. Check out the content on www.well-play.com.au. I got fucking two predictions. Suck it. The rest of you got none. Uh, we will see you next year. Thanks for making Good. it to the end of 2023. Good on you. Goodbye, gamers. Well done. See you next Bye, year. Bye, guys.